The following content was not featured on the Black Panther Special Features DVD because the editors are slightly racist, but only on Mondays after they've had their Ambien. Start the show. What up, world? Opinions with Black in the building. I am your boy Oz. I'm Damian Randall. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna come for us on the first episode. I don't know, man. You don't. I don't know if you have as many enemies as I do. <laughs> Actually, you might. I was say I'm, I. I might like the entire Hotep community. They all. They all put their little uh, hidden colors pamphlets at my door every 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 Tuesday. <laughs> you keep it kind of spicy, man. I, I do have to give you that. I mean, uh, you know, you right. gotta do what you gotta do. So this is yet another podcast and the fine family of ill-mannered media content. Um, for those who may not know who you are, Mr. Oz, would okay. you tell them a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I'm a writer. I am a staff writer for BlackNerdProblems.com. I am a, a comic book critic. I'm a comic book writer. Hmm. Uh, I write a web comic called Neverland the Untold. Mm-hmm. And I have a day job. So you people don't come looking for me because niggas is trying to stay employed to pay for all this shit. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to do, man, when you keep it as spicy as you do. It's not that I don't have a filter. I just I choose to turn the filter off because... At this point, Trump is going to get us all wiped out anyway. So, uh, I mean, fuck it. Let's just let's just let's just do it. Might as well talk your talk. So. You might as well say what you gotta say. I don't, somebody said once. I think it, maybe it was Charlemagne that said this. Um, every now and then he gets it right. Out of ten people, three people are gonna are gonna love it. Three people are gonna hate it, and four people aren't gonna give a fuck and they're gonna wait. To see which way the wind blows before they make a decision on how they feel. That's very so true. So you might as well just say the shit you got to say, man. Just very say true. it. It's fine. Hence, we have opinions while black. Opinions while black because right. we're grown and they can't whoop us. They definitely can't whoop my ass. They cannot whoop my ass. They can try. First thing you have to know, and anybody that follows me on Facebook knows this humans ain't shit. Why? Because. Y'all argue about the wildest shit. There is shit that 10 years ago we would we would have been able to have a baseline idea on. Yeah. That now every week is the new I like to call it the Black Civil War. The every week and I didn't notice it until really until the second half of the first season of Insecure. Oh. Everybody had to be on a side, man. Team Lawrence. Team Lord, I'm not, okay. We're not doing it. Excuse me. I am team relationships are fucked up and complicated and there is no one side to any of it. (laughs) But a lot of you niggas thought I was on Team Lawrence. Stop that. I try to be on Team Issa because I want desperately to see Issa Rae naked. But. Won't happen. Won't happen. But still, I'm, I am team relationships are crazy and fucked up and. That's just how it is. But this week's Black Civil War, uh, rapper XX Temptation. How do you pronounce it? I don't think I've ever heard anyone actually pronounce it. First of all, it, y'all, if we can't agree on how to pronounce this nigga's name, 
We don't need to be arguing about the shit he's doing. We need to have a baseline about something. If you're going to argue, if you're going to have a debate, you have to have a baseline about something. Some There has to be some baseline form of facts that we can agree on. And no one can agree on how to pronounce this nigga's name. So... I've heard X Station. I've heard. I, I, I'm not, and I'm not going through that. In fact, what's what's his what's his government name? His name is Jose Dwayne Onfroy. I can't even pronounce his real name. Well, ecstasy, um, X Temptation. He got shot. He got robbed and shot on my birthday. On your birthday? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Happy birthday, by the way. Well, thank you. I mean, but it was kind of ruined. That's fucked up. And you had to go on social media and, and see that shit? I had to respond to all the uh, the Facebook happy birthdays. And in the midst of it, I see a still shot of a young man slumped over in a Lamborghini. Jesus. Not breathing. And now, wait. Now, not only did they rob him and kill him, they did it on social media. Right. Nothing happens nowadays unless it's on social media. It is the real Hunger Games out here. Yeah. Like, I, it's some like somebody murdered somebody in broad daylight and posted about it. Yeah, posted about it. Didn't really offer to help. Um, now, as right, and somebody filmed it and nobody helped. That's that's kind of wild, ain't it? That's where we're at. That's where we are. Like, somebody's going to get mad over this podcast, and they're going to come looking for me, and they might be updating on Snapchat. Uh, again, there's there's a risk to that. I'll say, you might get your ass whooped on Snapchat, because you know. I'm 6'4", uh, uh, 280-plus. Uh, I work out five times a day, five times a week, excuse me. You can get your <laughs> ass whooped on Snapchat. Yeah. So let that be the first uh, disclaimer to anybody who wants to come see me about any of the shit I say on this podcast. <laughs> and Charlemagne said, if you want to get away with murder, shoot a rapper. Hmm. Who shot Biggie? Who's who shot Pac? Somebody walked in Jam Master J's studio and shot him in the head and bounced. And we still don't know who that is. Probably caught an Uber and still did not get caught. Right. That's amazing. But this young man managed to... Uh, and uh, We're going to say allegedly because allegedly, okay. he has not been tried yet. Uh, but this young man went and posted on Facebook. And now, now, from what I understand, I believe he, like, I guess he took his his profile down after that. But now, he, now here's the mystery. Did he get likes? I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure he got a lot of shares out of it, too. See, that's that's what that's where it is. It's not that people are doing it for the arena. It's that they're doing it for the arena and like people are responding to it. Because we have to respond mm -hmm. to everything now. Everything. We have to respond to everything. I'm I'm really bad about this cuz I know I've had a uh, many fights with um Umar Johnson in the uh, masturbating into a country sock in their grandmama's basement Twitter. Um, so I have def I have had uh, numerous fallouts with the hoteps. My 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 block button's strong, but not before I get these jokes off. Man, I'm just saying. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, they so they caught this guy. He might as well have just turned himself in because I, I guess he thought deactivating his profile was going to be like covering his tracks. But, you know, IP addresses are a thing. And sir, you have face tattoos. That's the first thing they're going to identify like, by now. You know how easy it is to catch a dude with face tattoos. Easy, but getting less easy because face tattoos are becoming quite prominent. That's also true. That's also very true. Now, here's the thing. And and it, it now it was crazy to me because I had actually just got through talking to somebody about um these young niggas out here wilding and these young niggas out here um really really keeping this rap beef going because what's his name? Takashi Takashi Six Nine. Oh, the that's the rainbow bright looking kid. That is right? the rainbow bright looking dude. That, mm-hmm. or as I like to call him, Animal from Muppet Babies. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, hip hop animal. He um, <laughs> he has an ongoing beef with Chief Keef, mm-hmm. who I didn't even know Chief Keef was out. I thought he was under the jail for whatever it was he oh. did. Apparently, the free Chief Keef chant worked. So Chief Keef, not only is he out, but um, Takashi been had been taunting him, mm. which I wouldn't be the one to do that. It, there are some of these, there are some of these niggas who have very limited rap careers mm-hmm. because they have very extensive street careers. Yeah, Waka was starting to be one of these, but <laughs> his mama reined him in, right, and had good business sense. But the ones after him did not have good business sense. Bobby Schmurder, mm. grand opening, grand closing, yeah. Yeah. Chief Keith, grand opening, grand closing. Yeah, yeah. And so, but anyway, he's out, and he's one of these that has some real, some real heat. And right. Takashi swears he has real heat. I've never met anybody with real heat that toggles between blood and crip. Hey, um, I think we both come from the generation where if you pull that shit, that's that's you, a wrap. You you could take your pick of who's going to get you. If that's the case. And he's and Takashi's been asking for it. As a matter of fact, somebody shot at Chief Keith and they think it's they think it was him. Somebody shot mm. at him in uh in New York. Mm. And they think it was him. Uh, now I, I could imagine it would probably have something to do with Takashi taking his baby mama out on dates yeah. uh, to the Gucci store and filling her up on IG Live. But that's just me. It was kind of cool. I mean, you know, if if you're not being, if you recognize that somebody's not being a good father to their child, um, you take their baby mamas out and buy them Gucci. Here's now. Here's the thing. In support of the child, apparently. Now, is there formula? Do they sell formula at the Gucci store? Maybe. I'm too broke to know. I'm also too broke to know. Do they sell strollers at the Gucci store? I mean, they might have diapers at Balenciaga. I don't know. Okay. I'm too okay. broke to know. Cause it sound, cause it really sounds like you just took a took some some woman shopping, and she blamed it on not having formula for a baby. But hey, hey, hey! I am not one to judge. I'm not one to shame. A finesse is a finesse. Let me step out of it. I just feel like rap beef is rap beef kind of just gets it gets away from the point, I feel. All the way away from the point. Like if you feel like the dude's being a day a deadbeat dad, why don't you show yourself like cutting a child support check to the baby mama and getting that tax break from it? That's right. like some real gangster stuff. Like, look, I'm actually taking care of your son. Right. 
real because real niggas get that social security number. Yep. Big boy get, taught us that. And get that and big boy and get that tax write off. Let me get your social security number <laughs> and we can talk about a handout. Yeah. That's fine. But taking it to the Gucci store and allegedly spending like $75,000 on her. I saw him buy her a fanny pack. He doesn't love her. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't love her. He probably has not spoken to her since that day. I, fanny packs? Why, why do fanny packs still exist and why is Gucci still making them? Uh, I would have just started off with why is Gucci, period. I agree. I, I don't know. I haven't, seen a, I haven't seen a cute Gucci thing in a long time. I have a question for you. Go for it. Um, I'm old, so there are just certain things that I don't understand. I'm slightly younger. Maybe I can answer it. Okay. So one of the things about this um, triple extension situation this week that came up, where, and, we, and, and this happens with anyone quasi-famous that passes away, is that okay. regardless of what this person has done in their life, and, and apparently this guy beat his pregnant Baby mama. Did you see those pictures? He beat yes. the fuck out of her. Um, ruptured or broke her orbital socket in two places and blinded her in, in her eye. Jesus. Threatened to sodomize her with barbecue utensils and was unapologetic about it afterwards. This was all well documented and offered by him as well. This uh, is the nigga from Saul. Basically, yeah. God damn. And even when people challenged him on it, he said, I'll show you... I forgot how he worded it, but something, something, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put dick in your daughter or something like that. Like he, what? he basically doubled down and made it worse what? for anyone that wanted to talk that noise to him. Oh my god! Again, so basically, he was like, "Yeah, I did it. Pull up." Yeah, and I, oh, I just, Jesus. I don't understand. But there were people who, you know, were crying over his death because they're fans of his music and his positive, inspirational messages. And of course, there were a lot of people that condemned him because they were like well he deserved to die so and this forth. is where the black civil war really came and in. then there were people who were saying and this is the part where, where my question comes in there were people who were saying um they were criticizing the people who were not upset about his death basically saying you know you guys are cheering the death of someone um who died in his early 20s you know how you guys were in your 20s he was turning his life around so forth and so forth. So it sucks that he died before he had a chance to redeem himself. Wow. So I know Jadena tweeted mm -hmm. that he he made some comparison to Malcolm X and that you know Malcolm X was once Malcolm Little and he he was a knucklehead and he right. did some wild shit. I one I feel like he might have had good intentions, but I feel like maybe. Maybe the ultra sheen has seeped into his scalp and has gotten to yeah. his brain stem. Because, first of all, Malcolm Little was held accountable for what he did. And he, went to, I, he went to jail. He went to prison. Prison. Correct. He was held accountable for what he did. And I highly doubt there were niggas that, that, that there were niggas out on the streets actively caping for what he might do one day as if they're the motherfuckers from Minority Report. Right. Um, I highly doubt that he had people actively thinking, oh, he well, he's going to get better. He's, that, I mean, because 
that's what you do in prison. You get better, right? Absolutely. That's what, that's, that's what white people build prison for, right? Absolutely. Oh, okay. So, I don't think he had any of that. I think what happened was he was he was judged as you would someone who did criminal acts. Right. He went to prison. Correct. He made a conscious choice to change. Correct. And people probably didn't take him at face value. He had to prove himself. Mm-hmm which he did numerous times. I don't think this dude has any of that to stand on. Well, unfortunately, um, if if Malcolm would have died in his Detroit Red days, we would have never known. And he would have died with whatever reputation he had at the time. Exactly. And to me, that's the moral of the story. If I'm going to play devil's advocate, if someone killed a 10-year-old Adolf Hitler... When he was in fifth grade making paintings of sunshines and landscapes, right. people would have been like, oh, they killed a nice little kid who had a promising future in art. Right. We can't, we, we can't judge him on what he might have done. Right. And, you know, but in 2018, somebody could have easily gone, oh, man, y'all killed him before he was able to commit like one of the worst genocidal atrocities in modern history. And y'all got to keep the same energy because Brock Turner raped somebody. Mm-hmm. Rape somebody did six months in prison for it and seemed to have maybe, from what I can tell, the minimum amount of remorse for it. We Bare minimum. We weren't sitting around talking about what he might do. Right. And, and rightfully so. We weren't sitting around talking about what he might do. We held him accountable for what he did. It mm-hmm. wasn't nobody comparing him to, I don't know, who's, who's, a, who, who's a, the white people's savior? What, Thor? <laughs> yeah. Captain America, I don't know. You know, the Thor. <laughs> Thor was once a young asshole, and he grew up to be a. He grew up. To, no, we weren't doing that. Yeah, that's unfortunate, man. Uh, I mean, my my opinion, while black, on that is, unfortunately, he, if he was turning his life around, he he it ended before he had a chance to do so. So you can only really go by the last thing you saw, and the last thing I saw of him was him not giving a fuck. And hopefully, hopefully, this is a message to uh, uh, Takashi, whatever. I, I really want somebody to explain to me why the fuck that's his name. But I want somebody to explain. But uh, Takashi, hopefully that's a message to him because he has done some major while now. Allegedly on one of these social social medias, he has, he has said that maybe... Maybe he's gone a little far with the trolling. Maybe? Maybe. Hmm. It, it's wow. it's a start. Wow. I wonder what the, the breaking point for that was. Cause it's I couldn't imagine. It's been pretty bad. Because allegedly this was because allegedly this guy um uh X Tube was his homeboy. <laughs> oh man. Uh it doesn't surprise me. And uh, allegedly they had a conversation about how you know you live by you live by that life you die by that life, and that's unfortunately what happens. And you know even Quite going prophetic. And you know just to close it out, even going back to the Malcolm X example, who's to say that? I mean, I'm also a person that believes in karma in a certain sense. I, I believe that shit can come back to you, as do I. And who's to say that when Malcolm was eventually slain? That that was not the comeback for everything that he did back in his backslide days. 
Who's to say? And and let me and let me be clear before y'all come for me. Nobody is saying this guy, quote unquote, deserve. I'm not saying. I won't say nobody because people are. I'm not saying that this guy did or didn't deserve to die because I don't believe in that because, spoiler alert, death is not a punishment. It's an eventuality. It's a thing that happens. Death is not a punishment. He didn't deserve, he didn't, so deserve to die is kind of a weird moot point. Yeah. It's a thing that happened, and it and it happened to him before a lot of people. Yep, oh. you, dude. So yeah, there are things you can do to speed up the process. Yeah, it was just for me. It was just unfortunate that I had to be on social media or on the internet the day that it happened because because we can't agree on shit. Yeah, we can't agree on shit, and I just I just some of these quote unquote celebrity deaths I, I think are just. I don't know, man. I, it just makes me wonder about people at times. And yeah. we're going to get into some a related topic. Uh, but before that, we have a song of the week. This is one of my favorite songs. Mm. And I am in no way biased by the fact that I know that I know this nigga. <laughs> I am in no way biased by the fact that this nigga cut my hair for like a decade. Yeah, yeah. I am in no way biased by the fact that I am a huge fan who did not know who was listening to his music in the barbershop and did not know it was him. <laughs> Shout out to DJ Cosmos. Mm-hmm. I am so proud that he is doing his thing. He is recently uh, produced for the latest Fonte album. Yep, yep. Uh, go cop that shit. This is uh, Radio Galaxy. This is. Him, King Midas, uh, Space Bunny, um, uh, uh, the Space Bunny Jefferson, Space Bunny Jefferson, and no catchphrase. (laughs) Love that fucking name. That's his name, and he's sticking with it. This is the Falcon by Radio Galaxy. Cop it immediately. So high. So 
Falcon by Radio Galaxy. Man, so nice. Off of the what's that? What's the name of the album? Uh, Nobody digs your music but yourself. N D Y M B Y. I love these acronyms. Yes, sir. And that is what y'all and I'm not just saying this because I am from Houston. That is where Houston hip hop is right now. Yeah. If so, if you're not down on Radio Galaxy, the Hue. Any of that, you gotta you gotta jump on the bandwagon, man. Get in on the ground floor, um, Radio Galaxy, all that is uh, uh, DJ Cosmos, King Midas. It's the truth, man. You gotta they're, gotta get on it. They're my favorite group right now, man. Hands down, easily. So as long as we're on this uh, rap beef, rap death, hip hop death uh, line of discussion yeah 
I have in my head a list. Three artists. Uh-huh. As long as we're talking about the Black Civil War, three artists who I don't want to be on social media for when they die. Oh. Interesting. There are three people who when when they die, when any one of them dies, you will just not hear from me on social media because I don't want to hear the ongoing beef with you niggas and all the all the argue with your mammy, delete me now posts. I'm not gonna be here for it. Number three. Okay. Kanye. The Hoteps will come out in great force for Kanye because no matter how he dies, there's going to be some kind of Illuminati theory <laughs> yeah. where you got to you gotta know fucking PEMDAS to figure out how this nigga died. <laughs> wow. This dude hit us with, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Fucking Y equals MX plus B shit. <laughs> well, he, well, the plane crashed on flight number 778. Now, if you add all those up together and multiply them times five plus the present participle, man, get the fuck out of here. Get the number of the beast. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all already saying that shit about him in these like these little mini EPs he's putting out uh, for what? Have we gotten the Tiana joint yet? I, I haven't. Honestly, I have. After Push, I haven't listened to any of them. Okay. You haven't heard the Nas joint? Oh, I, th- I take it back. I did listen to Nas. Okay, I made myself forget that I listened to Nas, though. and 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 we're gonna get back into it. We're gonna get back to that in a second. So was it? But was the Nas doing any good? No, okay, not at all. Okay, Nas, Nas. Uh, uh, sorry to make a sidebar out of it. That's fine. Nas is the most overrated rapper in history. Agreed. Agreed. Based on his catalog. Agreed. Agreed. Not Agreed. based on his actual rapping talent, but based on his catalog and his actual output, most overrated ever. Big facts. Come for me. Big facts. Argue with your grandmother. Yes. Um. Number two, number two artist I don't want to be around on social media for when he dies, Chris Brown. Oh, please no. My God. Please no. Team Breezy is furious. They they will they will consume they're almost worse than the hive. How many chances does he get? All of them. Okay. He gets all of the chances. Re- the 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 girl that that um that that X temp X tube uh beat up mm-hmm. Rihanna's face looked like that yeah that's how Rihanna's face looked and we are still actively fucking with this nigga this nigga put out an album that I think is like thirty tracks <laughs> literally thirty tracks I shit you not it's wow. thirty tracks and niggas bought that. Mm-hmm. That's the other side of the spectrum. Like we're talking bad about Kanye because he's putting out these little, these little seven track EPs that you can get out of somebody's trunk that you would have been able to get out of somebody's trunk back in 1998. And on the other side of the spectrum, we got Chris Brown putting out 30, 40 track albums, and yeah. niggas are just actively buying that yeah, shit. I don't, I don't need that. You're not even gonna listen to all that. You're not gonna listen to that. You don't even you you and your girl will have will have fucked and you will have kicked her out by track number six probably by track number six. <laughs> you don't need the rest of it. You don't need that much body roll music. It ain't that much body roll music in the world. Put it on shuffle. Get a Pandora. God damn. But Chris Brown has fucked up now, and this can go back to um, 
uh, X Temptation. Um, now you're talking about people you're waiting on to evolve and change. Chris Brown has been wilding out since how long? Since he, since he went to therapy the first time. Since he went to therapy the first time after he beat the fuck out of Rihanna. Yeah. I don't understand how there can be this many Rihanna stands in the world and this many Chris Brown stands. It feels like one would have canceled out the other by now because they would have fought and got it over with and there would emerge a winner. Probably Team Rihanna because y'all ain't letting that Fenty shit uh, go to the wayside. Oh, yeah. yeah I've yeah. seen it. Y'all ladies ain't letting that Fenty shit go. It's not. And I don't I, blame you. It's I, cute. I was going to say, I, you know, I can appreciate it. I ain't place. mad at it. It's cool. It's cute. We, we need somebody to get Lane Bryant the fuck up out of here. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've been over Chris Brown for quite some time. Quite, and and that's the and that's the thing. When he dies, there's gonna be so much argument on social media, oh, and man. so many deletes and blocks, and uh, people getting their Twitter flamed and all that. I'll be one of them. He was just about to turn his life around. He was just about to turn his life around. Just after he got that restraint order lifted from uh, threatening to kill his baby moms and choking a woman in public and that getting on camera. Um, wow. Number one. Oh, I got to hear this one. The nigga that I, will, I don't even want to be on the planet for this nigga. I don't even want to, I don't want to be anywhere near the planet Earth. That's why I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. If Trump gets the Space Force popping... I'm signing up for that shit. It's worth looking into. Uh, look, if if it gets me off the planet from you niggas and the and the weekly black civil war, fuck it. I'll be Master Chief. <laughs> Starship Troopers out this motherfucker. I'll do it. Um, the number one, Robert Kelly. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, Robert man. Dwayne. Jamal Ebenezer Kelly. When he dies, every black church will be required to sing I Believe I Can Fly. So remember when who was remember when Prince died mm -hmm. and you heard every cover version of Sometimes It Snows in April? Yes. From here to next week. Absolutely. And you heard that shit played everywhere. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. But all you hear is, I believe I can fly. Non-stop. Every cover band. Ariana Grande gonna cover that shit. <laughs> Who, Carrie Underwood gonna be doing nationwide commercials singing that shit. You know, it's... it's For gonna, a solid month. The celebrity outpouring is gonna be incredible. Where people are gonna be like, I know he pissed on a 14-year-old child, but he was so inspiring and his words moved me. And I hate the mother. You know what? And and on that same note, on that same, do you realize that the people who cape for these ignorant niggas, they always got some white person to compare them to that we don't fuck with anyway. <laughs> you know, Nick Cannon cape for R. Kelly. Nick Cannon is R. Kelly's friend. With, uh, I mean, they both wear weird things on their head. R. Kelly's. 40 plus and still wearing cornrows. Nick Cannon's wearing the, the turban from the nigga from Johnny Quest. Um, so uh, Nick Cannon was like, well, nobody has that same energy for Woody Allen. What? 
Nigga, First do you know in your clique, in your family, at your fucking job, what nigga, what black person do you know has ever caped for Woody Allen in any capacity? I have never heard niggas on the street talking about Man, man, I might just have to separate the message from the messenger because Annie Hall be popping, nigga. You know, you know how you have your black people meetings at work when white people ain't around. And you, I got, I got like two black people at my job, so yes, I know this one. Yeah, and you, you talk about, you talk about black shit at work because you can't really talk. You, know, you got to talk about the black shit. You got to talk about what happened on Queen Sugar last night. All right, shit. you go around the corner, you talk about it. I can safely say that not once has Woody Allen ever come up. Not once. In any of our black people meetings. Nobody is fucking with Woody Allen like that. We ain't worried about Woody Allen. Ain't nobody worried about Woody Allen. We worried about black shit. You know if saying? Woody Allen come over here, if Woody Allen comes to the South Side and pisses on a little black girl, we'll probably fight him in the fucking street. He, he won't make it out. Until then. The only other motherfucker we know that's pissing on little girls... And starting little girl piss on cults. Yeah. Is Robert James Watson Kelly. And y'all still. And y'all still fucking with this nigga. Y'all still fucking with this nigga. Tyrese was on Instagram Live having a jam session with this nigga playing the guitar. Tyrese doesn't even play the fucking guitar. Man, I forgot Tyrese was a thing. He's he's like mildly a thing. Okay. Like, what's the last jamming shit? Oh, okay. So maybe that last that that shame shit that he did that was kind of jamming. But what's the last popping thing Tyrese did? He ain't even mm-hmm. in the Transformers movies anymore. Nah, nah. He he's barely hanging on the Fast and the Furious. I was gonna say he's trying to fuck his money up the Fast. <laughs> last time I saw him, he was fucking his money up the Fast and the Furious shit. Bro, you fucking the money up. What you doing, bro? Yeah. And and here's the fucked up thing is he fell out with The Rock for a solid month. Just you picking the wrong sides, bro. <laughs> you you got man, you got to focus, my brother. You bro. You got I, you got a movie franchise that does not require you to have acting ability. When you're in the Fast and Furious movies at this point, you're Teflon. <laughs> You're supposed to let yourself be Teflon. When the lead actor is Vin Diesel. And before that was Paul Walker. And God rest him. I loved him. I love everything he he did. Uh, uh, um, uh, Non-profit charity wise. He was a good dude. Paul Walker could not act. No. And he was, he was riding his Fast and Furious money till the wheels fell off. Literally. You supposed to let that happen when you when they have opened up white people money to you. Ludacris ain't saying shit. Ludacris didn't say you didn't hear shit from Ludacris. He's like, I'm gonna do Fear Factor. <laughs> let me know. Let me know when we shoot the next one. That that nigga saw them texts and said, "I'm good, love, enjoy." <laughs> Nobody has shit to say. Yeah. And the Rock, the Rock is Teflon. The he Rock is. just kept it pushing. Yep. I have to admit, that is a working nigga. That's hey, I ain't mad. They at will him. figure out something for him to punch. To the point where they have literally reenacted the plot from Die Hard. This nigga yeah. is in a building <laughs> that is exploding. That's it. That's it. He they have run with out a, of things with a for fake him leg. With a fake leg. 
The Rock gonna beat everybody's ass with a fake leg, my nigga. I'll be there first night. <laughs> I'm telling you, they have run out of things for him to punch to the point where he's gonna punch a building. Yes. Because <laughs> the last time he punched an earthquake. Yeah. And the earthquake lost. And the earthquake lost. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? You can't. So if the, if the Rock can stand up to an earthquake. <laughs> Can stand up to a burning building, can stand up to uh, Godzilla ripoffs from the eighties. Son, Tyrese, what the fuck do you think you're gonna do? What are you gonna throw a Coca Cola can at him? Which is why he's sitting around playing with R. Kelly. Nigga, you'll be you gonna be back on that bus drinking Coca Cola, humming. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's three niggas I don't want to be on social media anywhere near it for. Like don't the, ask me about it. Don't text me about it. Don't send me um, the cover version of Download that Miguel is singing somewhere out on the street because he's bored. <laughs> None of that shit. Nothing. Yeah, I definitely don't want to be around for that, man. There's going to be a lot of Steve Harvey suits out in the streets when that happens. Oh, it's going to be mad fuck shit when R. Kelly go. You won't be able to find Stacey Adams shoes anywhere. Niggas going to be... It's going to be 1999 all over again. Niggas, uh, uh, chicks going to be in jersey dresses. Dude's going to be a leather vest with no shirts. Leather vest with no <laughs> fucking shirts. Uh, all the all the the fucking linen suits gonna be back. Suit uh, Martin gonna be bought the fuck out. Suit Martin Destination XL gonna be bought out from here to next week. Fuck what you heard. Tom Joyner crew is gonna be sold out for the, for two years straight, man. Yeah, listen, it's gonna be bad. Ricky Smiley, Ricky Smiley gonna be doing every R. Kelly tribute uh, that we got. Soul Train, B. T. All that shit. I don't wanna be here for any of it, man. That's a good list, though. That's a very good That's list. That's a good list. So, um, let's go ahead and take a quick break, man. Okay, we'll do that. Because uh, we, we need to refill up on this brown real quick. Yes, yes, we do. And we are back. We are black, and we have opinions, and we are tipsy. Yeah, just a little bit, man. Half a bottle. Slightly. Yeah, the, yeah, the bottle's about half gone. So, uh, what else is going on, man? Nicki Minaj. Is she still with me? It would seem so. I I would have thought that she would have stopped being a thing after uh, after she did a song called Chun-Li. No Street Fighter references. None whatsoever. I would have thought she'd have been washed after she did a verse where she said Tokyo like five or China like five times. Well, it rhymes. If you think about it, it rhymes. <laughs> yes, it rhymes a little bit. Um, what did it? What did it, what'd she say? Laura Bencroft. I guess. What the fuck does that mean? I, you know, um, <laughs> did did we ever agree? Did we ever agree on whether or not that's racial appropriation or that do we, is? Do we care? You know what? We don't. You know what? We're we're not, we're not supposed to care because it's not popping and it's not Bruno Mars. If it was Bruno Mars who did that same shit, gotcha. Uh, uh, he, Nicki Minaj would be out of here. But uh, Nicki Minaj isn't popping enough for us to try to get her out of paint <laughs> and uh, have. Uh, what is it? Uh, Twenty-five-year-old girls on Grapevine who have 
Japanese nicknames trying to talk about cultural appropriation. But that's not here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicki Minaj did an interview with Elle magazine. She did an interview. She did a photo shoot. Uh, there were pictures. There were photographs. Interesting there were, pictures. There were, there were photographs. And there was one with her and this like Carmen San Diego joint. This Carmen San Diego. Uh, Is that a Fendi jacket? Trench coat. Fendi. It's a Fendi jacket. Okay? It's a Fendi jacket. It's a $5,000 Fendi jacket. Fancy. With uh, Carl Lagerfeld, who looks like. Who looks like a young man disguised as an old man disguised as the most interesting man in the world? It looked. I I, I didn't know that Carl Lagerfeld was an actual real person. I thought he was just a uh, a good knockoff cologne from the nineties. I mean, it doesn't smell good. You couldn't tell me that back in nineteen ninety four though. <laughs> man, I mean nineteen ninety four. We there were a lot of things we weren't thinking right. Cool water. Cool water. Fahrenheit, you whatever it was. Couldn't tell niggas shit about cool water. Dracar Noir. Dracar Noir. It just it sounded fancy, and it was a black it was a black bottle. Niggas bought it, and it broke me out immediately. Damn, <laughs> show hated. So one of the pictures in particular, before we get into the real fuck shit, one of the pictures in particular got the internet going a little bit. Um, it is a picture of. Nicki Minaj's hairstylist, Kim Kimball. Who's a legitimate hairstylist? Who is the legitimate hairstylist? This is the one you this is the one that you wish the women of love and hip hop would go to. Um, for better wigs. Uh, except just Britney. Shout out to Damian Flagler, who does who I think does just Britney's hair, maybe. Um, but it's her hairstylist behind her, um, Working out this weave that is like down to her feet almost. Uh, but the look of it got some people going because it is definitely a light skinned woman in some kind of mink, chinchilla, alpaca, something. 101, coat. 101 Dalmatians. Some kind of Cruella DeVille throwback. Yeah. Looking real fancy behind a dark skinned woman. Who is looking real working class? Right. Now, anybody who knows Kim Kimball knows that that's how she looks. She she came to work. She came to work. Yep. She got all the utensils, everything, ready to work. She ain't trying to stunt. You know what I'm saying? But her work speaks for itself. Now, I know who this is. I'm sure a lot mm-hmm. of sisters out here, out there know who this is. But there are a lot of people who read Elle magazine. White people. White people. <laughs> Who don't know that? So it looks bad. And it looks and it looks to um, confirm in a positive light colorism. Yeah, it's kind of. I mean, when you look at it on the surface, it is she's hunched over, almost Nick, subservient to her. Right, Nikki is definitely standing up straight. It, it's not a good look. So right there, people were rubbed the wrong way. Then, as we wish she wouldn't do. Nikki started talking. Mm. This is what got everybody going. Let me see if I can pull this up. I don't want to misquote Lady Onika. Okay. Um, Here we are. Maybe I was naive. 
but I didn't realize how many girls were modern day prostitutes, she begins. Oh, wow. Whether you're a stripper or whether you're an Instagram girl, these girls are so beautiful. They have so much to offer. But I started finding out that you give them a couple thousand dollars and you can have sex with them. Mm -hmm. I was like, yikes. It, it's just sad that they don't know their worth. It makes me sad as a woman. It makes me sad that maybe I've contributed to that in some way. Now, I am not the, the foremost authority on slut-shaming. Wow. But, this really does look like the pot telling the kettle that the kettle guy's ass out. So here's here's my problem with that statement. Okay. So let's, I know let's I, unpack that. I know further a little bit further into that into the interview, she she does mention that there is a difference between sex and sex appeal. Um not which much. not not much, but it but it's true. I mean, women are absolutely free to express themselves any way they want to. Anyway. Without the expectation of sex. They might be titillating, but they're entitled to not having the expectation of sex, regardless of what they do and how they look. That's, that's a basic. Facts. That's a basic right that they have. Big facts. However, she does send. It, it, it's it's slut shaming on her part because if if these women that she's mentioning choose to be paid to have sex, it is also their right to do so. It is their choice. It is their choice. It's not harming anybody. Right. So, for you to try to distance yourself from that by saying, "Yeah, I know that I've posed with my crotch in full view at times, and you know, I, I've intentionally exposed the camel toe, and I did a photo shoot where I effectively had an orgy with myself in Paper Magazine," you know, those those are about sex appeal. But if you take that and you even take it a step further to profit from it, what are we to think? What are we to think other than that you're a hypocrite? Because, because, I'm, and then also just looking at shaming sex work, which we're really trying to get out of, and that's that's a part of this thing that the whole pro ho movement kind of Nikki Nikki's lyrics, half of her songs very much contribute to the notion of finessing niggas, right? Something that Cardi B definitely eats off of in <laughs> some of her work, um, definitely contributes to the idea of finessing niggas. And you know if these if if these niggas just want you for this, then you gotta hit them for that. Which I don't. I mean, do what you do. Uh, if you try to finesse me, you just practicing. So so at this point, she's really also shaming sex workers as well. So she's shaming shaming sex workers, which is a. I mean, it's called the oldest profession in the world for a reason. Yeah. And let's be real. Also, if most dudes could, you know, if most dudes could. Get paid to have sex with people, it would be a booming industry. And there are a few. There we, are a few. Is I I I am going to jump out there and say it's probably not as in large demand. Oh, not nearly as um as the as the ladies. I don't want to. I don't want to get too heteronormative about it. For those of you that are going to come for me for that, um, <laughs> they're going to come regardless. They're gonna come for us regardless. It's fine. Uh, we've—I'm pretty sure we've—we've we've gone mad problematic at this point. Mm. Um, but 
it's just it's weird. It's weird that when you when you created your whole your whole street cred based on this because let's be honest nobody remembers you and nobody knows you from the time from those times when you were just all baggy jeans and baggy clothes and you know you look like you were about to do a smack dvd battle i remember that those were pre-implant those were pre-implant and even then you tried to air out remy ma and tell everybody that you ate the box hmm so what are we really talking about here? This is one of those things. This is like nigga. This is like when when niggas when it really men and women when they go ahead and get in a relationship and they start making these condescending ass posts about how single people should get more like them, but really they should just shut the fuck up. It's kind of like that. That's where she is right now, man. She's one. Nikki is one of these niggas who got a car. And is judging everybody who's at the bus stop that she used to be at. Well, she really, she really doesn't have a lot of a lot of credit in the bank to stand on with that. Because let's be honest, who is really checking for Nikki's music right now? She's definitely controlling the culture, fashion wise, style wise, that kind of thing. But what was the last song niggas was just really bumping in the in the car? I have not bumped Nikki since Roman's Revenge. That was four years ago? That was maybe four years ago. Yeah. And in dog years, that's... Ooh. I'm just saying, <laughs> who's really checking for you right now? Because let's be honest, Remy Ma, for better or worse, really got her out of the box. Because even if you even if you didn't like Sheether, it definitely shined a light on Nikki's... On how Nikki's lyrics have definitely fallen off. Absolutely. There are people that you know can rap, but they just don't. Because yeah. I've heard some some good Nikki verses, and then I've heard the recent shit where she said China five times in one fucking verse. It rhymes, I'm telling you. <laughs> you cannot or, fail. Or where she said Laura Bencroft. What the fuck does that mean? What is that? I, I don't understand the language. I can't even say that other nigga's name. So well, I'm definitely behind the times. Well, the moral of the story is Cardi has taken her spot. And now she's resorting to shaming everyone in order to appear relevant still. By the way, real quick, if you look at her album cover mm-hmm. for her upcoming album, which I'm sure none of this is stirring up controversy to promote, um... She definitely has uh, small pasties on her areolas, and she definitely looks like um, what when what somebody would dress up for Halloween as if they were like if they if they ordered a costume on Amazon and said like sexy Cleopatra. Yeah, she definitely has her crotch out. She's definitely contributing to the culture she seems to hate so much. But you know that's just. That's just her, man. That's but just that's her just her. Well, she man. doesn't mean. She's probably doing it for herself, you know. She's doing. She's she's doing it for herself. She's she wants, not doing it for the culture. She's at looking all. beautiful for herself. Man. Shout out to you, Nikki. Let these girls. Let these girls have their titties out. <laughs> let these girls have their titties out. There's nothing wrong with it. They. They. I'm just saying. You can't. You can't. You can't establish the culture and then try to burn it all down. 
fucking uh, sexy killmonger. Mm. Mm. Okay. We're going to take a break. Yeah, we, we got to take a break from this one, man. <laughs> Shit. Right, we'll be right back, y'all. Pinions while black. And we are back. We are opinionated. We are black. And uh, at this point, we are drunk. <laughs> uh, we had to we had to do something special for the inaugural episode. Mm. Uh, let me not lie to myself. We'll probably be drunk again. Every time. Every time. Uh, so, people who follow me on Facebook know I like to do a little thing. I like to do a little list kind of encompassing... The fuckery of the week. Mm, my favorite part of the internet. And um, I have a very famous list of people who need to shut the fuck up. Uh-oh. It's the shut the fuck up list. <laughs> Appropriately titled. And this this week I have three people on my list who need to shut the entire fuck up. Shut the, shut the extended cut fuck up. Who might these people be? Number one. You're going to hear this name a lot on the shut the fuck up list. Donald Trump. Oh, man. Donald fucking Trump. That, that, that melted piece of sherbet in a suit. <laughs> uh, Donald Trump needs to shut the fuck up. Why? Uh, this week, baby jail. Donald Trump. Now, I'm, now I, usually I'm pretty uh, politically on point. Yeah. But since uh, Agent Orange has been elected, I've had to distance myself. So I'm not always 100% knowledgeable about the details. Right. Because uh, for my mental health, I can't be next to it all the time. But I've definitely been next to it this week because Agent Orange has... He has... It, he has in the, he has split up families and for i don't want to say illegal immigrants because they're not illegal they're immigrants they're immigrants that's what that's the whole point of america we put it on the billboard outside of america the statue of liberty we put it on the billboard so no they're not illegal you invited them and so, um, I mean, almost everyone in this country is illegal, technically. Everyone, almost, almost, every, yeah, everyone is illegal. What, what, what kind of got me about it was, and I, I try to distance myself from politics because I want to remain sane most of the time. Agreed. But um, from what I could gather, he initially blamed it on Democrats. He said it was law. He said there was nothing that he could do about it, and then he wrote an executive order about it. So I'm kind of confused about which one it is. Um, oh, so he lied. If I mean, if you consider not telling the truth a lie, then yes. It's hard to tell when he's lying sometimes because there, I really think that there are some things he just doesn't know he can do. I'm sorry, man. You can't park there. That, part, that parking spot's not for anybody. But Oh, he can park there? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like that's how he goes about his entire... <laughs> day like he's that dude he's that dude at jason's deli that tries to tell you that you can't that you can't have x sandwich 
without the honey mustard, and then the real manager comes over to him and goes, "Yes, you, you can have the you can have without the honey mustard." Oh. oh, I've been told you can have it with the honey mustard, <laughs> and tries to save face. He's that nigga. So you're saying if he doesn't know, he just needs to shut the fuck up. He just needs to shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. Just stop. Just. And and nobody around him wants to tell him to shut the fuck up because as it is, even when he has sense, the shit is a revolving door. Like there are there are McDonald's locations that have better turnover rates in the White House right now. <laughs> it's grand opening, grand closing over there. I love it. Nobody even gets a name play on their desk anymore. Just, none of that shit. Just get like the paper shit. <laughs> Niggas going to work, uh, filling out applications for other shit. Doing their little side gigs, cold calling on on company time and shit. So you're basically saying the White House is what people thought Obama's White House would have been. Right. The White House is a revolving door. It it is the shit you're doing until you do something else. Like the, the, uh, the White House has become the prepaid legal meeting of 2018. <laughs> My mentor has a meeting, has a has a party. He wants to come. He wants you to come to his house for. Get the fuck out of here, man. Uh, number two, number two person needs to shut the fuck up this week. Jadena, now, now we've been over that. We've been over that. Him uh, uh, comparing um, uh, the X Men, the uh, X Temp. Uh, 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 X temptation, X temperature. Yeah. Um, to Malcolm X, I just feel like he got his X's mixed up. I just he just he he had a lot of X's on his mind. He was trying to say something cute on Twitter. They shouldn't have gave you niggas two hundred and eighty characters. because uh, you know Malcolm Little had to prove himself and let and we we romanticize these stories now. Uh, because of where we're at in civil rights and that these people have definitely uh, done the work and sacrificed things. But it wasn't like he had niggas on the street actively caping for him to do better like you do now. We didn't have a team breezy or whatever. We need to stop. We need to stop shooting so high when we compare people. Like, if you're going to compare him to someone, compare him to, like, someone a little bit more regular. You're not going to really compare him to, like, a civil rights icon and martyr. So I was going with Jay-Z. You know, Jay-Z, um, definitely, his, his a lot of what he does definitely changed energy. Yeah. He went from reasonable doubt to doing videos in the fucking Pace Art Center or whatever, and... Uh, doing shit with Beyonce in the Louvre, which she's making him do all that shit. Look, like Jay Z looks look. like the dude that got caught, and she's like, "All right, nigga, you gonna do everything? You gonna tell you right, right, right? When you fuck up in a marriage, there's that, there's that, that probation period where you just got to be on the good foot. You don't yep. get a say. She's like, act right. You gonna wear these pastel suits, nigga? <laughs> nigga look like he on a princess telephone and shit. You you gonna act right, nigga? You gonna wear this fuchsia? Fuck out of here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Janetta, I I really feel like the ultra sheen has has seeped in and gotten to your brain. Just shut the fuck up, man. I, and I even like your music. I like your last album. Just shut the fuck up. Please. Just just shut the fuck up. Drop the new hotness. 
you know, shout out to you, man. It, uh, you know, no offense. You I know, like your music. We haven't. You're not canceled, but shut the fuck up. We don't always have to look for something profound to say, you know. Right. Sometimes you can just say something as simple as, "It sucks to see him go out like that." You know what? I'll do you one better. Shout out to Elon James White. I used to listen to his shit, but he's definitely active on Twitter. His rule of thumb is, you can always say nothing. Mm. That is an option. Which is what I do. You can always say nothing. And what he has going for him, he's a good looking nigga. You can say you can say nothing times two. <laughs> you can always say nothing. Good looking niggas always get to say nothing. Regular niggas like me, I always got to have some shit to say. I always got to have some shit to say. I got to be funny. Or, you know, I'm the, the pussy intake will just not be what it is for for me as opposed to a nigga who looks like the young version of Big Red from the Five Heartbeats. Or somebody like Jesse Williams. Somebody like Jesse Williams. We're not getting Jesse pussy. It's not going to happen. Um, so, yeah, just shut the fuck up, man. Just let your life happen to you. Please. Put out some jamming music and shut the fuck up. Be a light-skinned Nigerian and be happy. Be a light-skinned Nigerian and be happy with your life, brother. We 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 are rooting for you. We are all rooting for you. Number three. Number three, and this is the one that's really got me fucked up. Johnny Depp. Whoa. Now we gotta do a little unpacking before I get to the fucked up to the stupid shit he said. Johnny Depp has been going through it. Y'all maybe y'all don't know this. Johnny Depp has been going through the shit. He's going through a very expensive he well he's gone through a very expensive divorce, which that'll happen if you once you beat the shit out of your wife. Very true. Uh, Johnny Depp beat the fuck out of his wife, and she is taking him all the way to the cleaners for it as well. She should get your money, sis. Um, Johnny Depp, who from what I can tell has just turned into a big mustache. Um. He is bleeding money. <laughs> he is bleeding money. Y'all don't notice. Y'all would think he's stupid rich. But Johnny Depp spends his money on like dumb shit. Remember back in the day when like MC Hammer used to spend his money on dumb shit? Yeah. Johnny Depp has spent his money on dumb shit. He supports a bunch of family who just chooses not to work. That's how Kevin Hart got fucked up the hmm. first time. Yeah, yeah. Uh... He bought a $7,000 couch that used to be on the set of Keeping Up with the Kardashians for his daughter. Wait, wait, wait. wait. So Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Is supporting extended family members. Yes. Buying used furniture. Buying used furniture. Is Johnny Depp black? (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Depp is definitely... (laughs) Johnny Depp is definitely not black, but that is, I will say, that is some black shit. That is some black shit. He must have went to the, he could have went to the dump. I could have saved some money. <laughs> he could have went to the dump. He could have went to, uh, you got to be in Houston to know some of these places. But yeah, yeah you got, man, he could have went a lot of places and we could we could have helped him out. But the, and he spends money on dumb shit. Now his homeboy, his homeboy, his mentor, uh, Hunter S. Thompson, a notorious journalist. I am also a disciple of Hunter Thompson. Um, So I kind of understand. When Hunter Thompson died, he had a cannon made, built and made from scratch. He paid for this. A cannon? A cannon to shoot 
Hunter S. Thompson's Ashes Out Of. This is how I know Giant Depp ain't from the South. I know Giant Depp's not from the South because if he was smart and from the South, you could have gone to bum to fucking bumfuck Alabama, <laughs> some middle of nowhere joint where they filmed like Sweet Home Alabama, and found and found some nice man named Clem, <laughs> who would have gladly rented you his cannon from his fucking Civil War reenactment. Yeah, some shit he got in his garage. Some shit he got in his garage. From Uncle Ze- from great great grand uncle Zebediah Clem, and he would have rented you that shit for probably two hundred bucks and some rolling papers, probably some <laughs> rolling papers, and maybe if you're nice and you're charitable, you could have bought him a little still so he could make better moonshine yeah. out of his bathtub, um, and he would have let you use his cannon, but no, you had to spend. Tens of thousands of dollars on a fucking cannon to shoot uh, Hunter Thompson's ashes out of. Hunter Thompson would have slapped the shit out of you for that had he been here. How far do those ashes go? They're ashes. Not far enough. It's a cl- it from my money. A they cloud. need from my money. They need to go to space they with gotta, Gene Roddenberry's shit. They got to go to space, bro. They got to go to space for my money. If I paid five hundred dollars, the shit got the shit got to at least break the stratosphere. I'm putting this on the shuttle. Like, hey, can y'all take this out with can you? Can y'all take this with you, bro? Just, just set it out the window when you get you up know, there. You know, oh. niggas. If, you, if we hear there's a space launch, hey, bro, you finna, hey, bro, you on the way to space? Hey, you'll do me a quick favor. Drop it, drop this shit off, man. You can just throw it out the window, bro. I don't really care. Yeah, but just make sure you get a good, a good joint for the ground. Yeah, man. Just take me a picture, man. Just send it down, man. Just, just, just text me a picture how that shit look, man. Just, just, just uh, tag it. I don't even care. Just, that shit just says space. Just, just look at, just tag it. Hashtag space, and just, <laughs> just have a dust looking down on the earth or something, man. You do that, do that real quick. I got you, bro. We appreciate it. I give you five when you get back, you man. You my nigga, bro. I ain't got it on me right now, but when this check clears, man, I'm, I'm gonna give you five on it's it. It's all man. good, Just, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, Johnny Depp has said, "This is the dumbest shit I've heard all week." That we could have caught Osama bin Laden faster if. We had just gotten a bunch of. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get the quote. You get a bunch of fucking planes, big fucking planes that spray shit. Technical term, guys. <laughs> and you drop LSD twenty five. You saturate the fucking place. He's talking about the Middle East. He's talking about the Middle East like it's a shopping center in yeah. Connecticut. Like you just, you know, just a couple of plays will do it. You saturate the fucking place. Every single thing will walk out of their cave smiling, happy. That's, hey, I mean. No. I don't know a lot. Oh, okay. Don't save him. I'm just going to say, I don't know a lot about. He don't want to be saved. Okay. He don't want to be saved. But I don't know a lot about like LSD and things like that. Um, This is one of those things where you just have to show me. like Right. Like like if, if you and the homies. Or you know, or, or at your resort or something, and y'all want to play hide and seek or whatever, you know, let us drop a couple trash Spray bags that of LSD shit over the house. And when niggas start coming out tripping, and the hide and seek game is over, we know what's up. But okay, you know what, Johnny might be right. But Johnny has said some dumb shit already. He he's done some dumb shit. This nigga trying to this motherfucker trying to make 
tunnels underneath his fucking uh, underneath the fucking cul-de-sac he bought out. Did hmm. you did you notice he so Johnny Depp bought out a cul-de-sac worth of houses. Yeah, yeah. And he wants to make tunnels that lead from one house to the other. That that, that lead that like little little tunnelways mm. that you can I guess like Batman. That and he wants to build these tunnels, but there's one house in the neighborhood that won't sell to him. Because they fucking hate him. Because fuck Johnny Depp. That seems a little impractical. That's it, what he does with his money. That's it, why he broke. If you own the houses, why do you need to buy... You can't just walk across the street to your man house. It's your house. It's, it's your shit you bought. I, what you gonna do, lock me out and I gotta use the tunnel? Nah, I'll pay rent here, motherfucker. Well, see, what is he gonna do if someone sprays LSD on him? He's well, gonna come out okay. the tunnel anyway. Okay, so right, and he's gonna come out the tunnel anyway because somebody's gonna eventually spray LSD all over the neighborhood, so, just like his plan. He's gonna come out, and, and that'll be that. I just shot so, down his whole theory. So right, that's that. So Johnny Depp, um, keep paying off, keep paying off your your wife, um, keep making these trash ass pirate movies, and shut the fuck up. Yeah, I agree. Did you on a on a quick side note before we wrap it up? Did you know that as they were doing the last pirate movie, he had they had to hire the studio had to hire a fucking body man. They had to hire like actual spies to spy on him because he would go AWOL from the set <laughs> to wherever they were filming and nobody knew where he went. He would just stay gone for days. So they had to hire spies Probably to make sure he costume. wasn't getting in any shit. <laughs> Probably in costumes, probably looking like Carl Lockerfeld with his Marvin <laughs> Zendler uh, most interesting man shit. So yeah, so this is what this is the motherfucker we dealing with right now. This is what clearly this motherfucker's not wrapped too tight. Wow, I'm amazed. So yeah, man, just shut the fuck up, bro. So have have we done a podcast? We've done one. We've done a podcast. We've done the first of what will hopefully be many. Opinions while black. Opinions while black. I am Oz. I am Damien. And uh, forward all your hate mail to him. <laughs> Let's get free13 at gmail.com. Go ahead. Okay. Forward all your hate mail to me. If you know me on Facebook, you can hit me there. Uh, Twitter is Let's Get Free 13. IG is the original Oz. Um, any of those places. Follow me up. Oh, uh, follow definitely follow me on Twitter. Uh, Let's get free thirteen. Uh, Sunday, we're gonna get drunk and we are going to live tweet. I am going to live tweet the finale of Westworld. Oh, because man. it's ninety minutes. This shit has been lit. This is my favorite fucking show of the season. Um, I'm gonna be in there, man. And we're, we may or may not talk about it on the show. No, but we will. Follow me on Twitter. Um, Damien, you have anything you need to? No, I mean, you can follow me. Um, just follow Ill Mannered Media on, uh, well, Twitter is Ill Man Media. Instagram is Ill Mannered Media. And we'll just keep it popping, man. We got a bunch of stuff going on. From Houston with Love is another podcast that I'm on. It's uh, just as irreverent and just as drunk. And, and a little more drunk. I heard one of them. Jokes. A lot more drunk. We, it's, it's pretty problematic. But we, we're, not, we're not as constructive as you are with our... Um, <laughs> With our shit. If I'm what passes for constructive, we're in trouble. Yeah. 
All right, but I would just say, you know, just keep listening, guys. We'll be here every week with the same shit. Man, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. And as always, most importantly, titties. <laughs>